Lazy Person's Book Club presents... You can blame it on the season, blame it on the weather, oh, blame it for no reason, on a feather... Blame it on Hoboken! It's the funny, music-fueled, modern love story with a touch of mystery set in Frank Sinatra's hometown. You can blame it on the game, blame it on the battle, oh, blame it on my name... Today's episode, gone. Previously on Blame It on Hoboken... New York City tour guide Carolyn Cates is using Euclid's proof of perfect numbers to fall in love with a totally normal guy on a deadline. Her best friend, Aggie, thinks she's nuts. But Carolyn has convinced Aggie to believe in her plan until her birthday. That plan has involved hiring a pushy matchmaker from New Jersey named Jimmy Foss, a guy only Carolyn can see. We join Carolyn and Aggie now on the ferry from Lower Manhattan to Hoboken in search of Jimmy Foss, who isn't picking up his phone or answering his emails. So after that big speech you gave me, all that earnest, I'm done with odd guys, Aggie, trust me, I'm going to find a normal guy. You got to believe you've hooked up with some invisible guy from Jersey. So am I supposed to applaud you or lead the intervention? This isn't funny. I agree. It's not funny, ha-ha. But you have to admit, this guy Jimmy makes your wacky ex-boyfriend sound normal by comparison. Jimmy's not my boyfriend. He's my matchmaker. Ned, the normal guy Jimmy found for me, Ned's my boyfriend. We haven't said that formally, but we're one step away from being in love, so how could he not be, you know? Whatever you say. Okay, this is Jimmy's building, and this is his apartment buzzer. Not that anyone's going to answer. Okay, that's weird. Um, Apparently, he is here. So, um, let's go up. Maybe I overreacted. There could have been a power outage, or his phone's batteries went dead, or... Oh, here we are. Coming! Or his girlfriend's here. He has a girlfriend? He's smitten with her. Just a sec. She sounds friendly. And she's got to be pretty. Only pretty women can see Jimmy. Wow. Talk about a good pickup line. Namaste. A tall man with a white blonde ponytail stepped out to the landing and extended his hand. He wore a green peasant shirt and brown, wide-legged, elastic waist pants. Is that Jimmy? He's taller than I expected. I'm Albert, and this is my life partner, Elise. Elise was as tiny as Albert was tall. She had a white blonde crew cut and wore a handkerchief halter over a pair of cut-off denim shorts. Did you have any trouble parking? I was worried about that. No trouble at all. We took the ferry. You moved our furniture on a ferry? What furniture? Elise, I don't believe these women are our movers. And is that because they're women? That's kind of sexist, Al. Look, I'm open to working with professional movers of all genders, Elise. I don't think there are movers because they're wearing very nice-looking sundresses. And I just don't think it's practical for anyone of any gender to move furniture in a nice sundress. You said movers. Are you moving in? We signed a five-year lease. Isn't that great? Oh, wow, I'm sorry. This news seems to have made you sad. Were you trying to rent the place? A friend of mine used to live here. I didn't know he was leaving. But maybe he's still here and they don't know? What with his, you know, and all? Oh, but there's no one here but us. 
Well, that's what we think. But my friend Carolyn here has a lot of interesting friends. And the interesting thing about the guy who lives here is that only she can see him. So your friend's like a ghost? That's cool. We lived with a ghost in Cali. It would finish the soy milk, but other than that, no problems. Yeah, um, Jimmy's not a ghost. He's, he's a guy with a visibility problem. Oh, you mean he's shy? I can relate to that. Can I look around a little? I'm a professional who deals with unusual landmarks, and this is one of them. Trust me. Here's my card. Overlook landmarks. Wow. That is so unique. So many people overlook Mother Nature, you know. My boyfriend is chief arborist at the Brooklyn Botanic Gardens. I feel a synergy. Please, look around. Carolyn opened the door that led to Jimmy's back room. It used to be filled with so many unexpected things. Now it was empty, except for the blue tandem bike in its back corner. You guys should have seen this place when Jimmy was here. There was a live lemon tree in the corner and blue barn door shutters next to the skylight. A lemon tree? And a badminton court. And a record player that only played Sinatra. Jimmy had hundreds of records. He kept them in a bookcase that took up the entire wall. Why did he leave the bicycle? I don't know. Hey, oh, do you guys see that? There's a shiny black shard of something by the bike's front tire. It's a piece of a phonograph record. Oh, I really messed things up, you guys. Jimmy told me when we were listening to an old Sinatra record in this room. When I'm happy, I redecorate. When I'm sad, I move. He's gone. If your friend owns this place, he must have left in a hurry. The ad we answered said, must vacate. Elise and I are starting new jobs in the city this week, so the timing was, like, meant to be. We've been staying in a hostel. It was awesome in a communitarian kind of way, but kind of a bummer if you needed to shower on a timeline. So naturally, we jumped at the chance to check out this place. And of course, we love it. Who wouldn't? I mean, did you see the skylight? Could we focus on my missing friend? Sorry, Caro, but real estate envy is a natural part of any New Yorker. We did the whole transaction online. We never actually spoke to the owner. And he he gave you a five-year lease. With an option to buy. The whole deal feels so meant to be. (sighs) Hey, maybe we can think this through together, okay? You said your friend worked from home, right? Maybe he took a job at one of his clients' companies. Lots of folks do that a lot in our field. Maybe. But most of his clients are overseas. Maybe he just needs some time alone? Looks like he's getting that. Whoops, sorry, Caro. You do realize I haven't had my coffee yet. Would you like some chicken? No, 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 no thank thanks. you. I wish we could do more to help. If we hear from your friend... His name's Jimmy. Jimmy Foss. Although he could be using the name Jimmy Ross by now. Or any name, really. We promise, if we hear from anyone, we'll let you know. Carolyn tucked the piece of broken record into her satchel. Aggie's stomach rumbled. Sorry, but I haven't had my breakfast either. Would you like to take the bicycle? It's not ours, and it sounds like it's at least half yours. Thank you. Yeah, I I would. As they stood saying their goodbyes in the hallway, Mrs. Bustante, Jimmy's neighbor, arrived on the landing. Oh, hello, dear. It's lovely to see you again. And I wanted to thank you for that gift you left me last night. You're welcome, but 
That wasn't me. Your friend here gives me the nicest gifts. Come see. How did you know I like lemons? Whoa. A lemon tree was standing by the living room window, glowing in the early morning sun. That's Jimmy's tree. Now who's Jimmy? Your neighbor across the hall. But she's my neighbor across the hall. Although we live here now. You do. For now, although who can tell what the future will bring, we are merely seeds of possibility on a shifting plane of existence. What? They're subletting? Oh, finally. Someone who speaks my language. Are you sure you can't stay? I like you. But Carolyn couldn't stay. She and Aggie and the blue tandem bicycle caught the next ferry home. Look, Caro, if Jimmy wants to be found, you'll find him. But what if he wants to stay lost? I'm good at finding things, but Jimmy Foss is great at hiding. We played chess once at his place. Who won? It was a draw. Sounds like he played a good game. He does play a good game. Aggie, you are a genius, genius. Jimmy Foss loves a good game. And that's how I'm going to find him. We conclude this episode of Sharon Glassman's Novel with Songs, Blame It on Hoboken, available at SharonGlassmanLive.com. Today's episode features, in alphabetical order, Nina Raleigh as Aggie, Elise and Mrs. Bustante, Connor Magyar as the announcer, the voice of Jimmy Foss, and Albert, Sharon Glassman as Carolyn and the narrator. The songs of Blame It on Hoboken are written by Sharon Glassman and produced by Eric Tureen. Join us next week, same time, same location, for another music-filled episode of Blame It on Hoboken. Blame It on Hoboken comes to you from Studio To Be or Not To Be in Longmont, Colorado, and is syndicated on the Longmont Compass. Blame it on Hoboken. Baby, stay with me.